0: Hello and welcome back to Crow Medicine. This is your February 2023 Astrology Report. Hello and welcome back to Crow Medicine. It's me, Katie Indy Crow, and it is a pleasure to have you here. In January, we began experiencing what I call a transition phase where we are moving from one set of lessons to another. I have been covering some of these themes since the end of December so I will reference a few other astrology reports here. In this one I am going to give some very exciting news and say that one of the coolest things I have seen in the astrals and experienced in terms of being a psychopomp for a number of years has been happening and is continuing to happen in the last few weeks and that is many souls and that includes souls of the living who are integrating parts of themselves or who are calling parts of themselves back from other places because of the good healing work they're doing as well as souls who are on their move because they're ready to complete their journey are in the process of doing just that i spoke with a dear friend some of you may remember his name is jerome headley crystalline living is his podcast i recommend it it starts with a k crystalline He and I have been working to get souls where they are meant to be going safely for a number of years. One of the things that we talked about in a little chit chat we had this week was a vision that he had had where he said, you know, for a long time, it felt like there were just two different roads and there was a gap between how you could get from one road to the other. And it felt like a lot of souls We're getting stuck there and he mentioned a vision that he had had about people getting into a car like a rail car and going in the wrong direction or in a direction that was marked like red like danger and now that the uranus uh occurrence happened in the middle of january as well as the two x-flares in three days as well as the venus conjunctions as well as the end of the mars and the Uranus lunar occultation series. What has been happening as a result of the accumulation of all of these actions is that real life opportunities to experience and be a human are becoming available to people and we did require the planets and the sun to help us shake up a pretty serious stagnancy that had set in. As a person who has been doing this for a long time and talking to the public, back in 2020 at this time, You know, December 2019 into 2020, this was also the transition into a new solar cycle. And at that time, in soul form, things were going really great. And what I see was meant to be happening then is happening now. If you feel like we have been on pause for a few years, it's because we have been in a lot of ways. And this is in part because we experienced collective trauma and we went through something that was really serious. And What happens in those moments is we get in survival mode. This isn't something to feel ashamed about. We focus on our day-to-day life and we focus on just getting there. And one of the things that happens in the process of focusing on day-to-day life and getting there is sometimes we make really positive changes. I know so many people who made life transformations during these last few years that ultimately were based on survival but created Positive transfer, like positive experiences, positive outcomes in their life. I also know that during these past few years, a lot of us have had to just kind of like not say things, not do things, not be places, not express connections, and that that was very difficult for us. You know, we couldn't go to church, we couldn't go to our sacred sites, we couldn't get to see our family, and we couldn't get to see our friends. And that emotional expression and that emotional denial, I think, is something that. We weren't allowed to talk about and and for a lot of people it was too painful to talk about and so i think this month last january and december a lot of people have been coming to this deep moment within themselves where they have been going through processing that have you been experiencing really difficult emotions in the last few weeks in the last month or so do you feel like oh my gosh everything is starting to make sense now but at the same time holly jumping's It is really hard to feel this. I feel like I just want to like stop these positive things so I can go back to my status quo. This is part of the change process. And February is a step in the direction of being able to ground a little bit more into self-love, being able to ground into self-efficacy, but also all of these souls are going somewhere. These souls are going home. And so before I move on into the astrology report, which really is about this, and it really is about integration. Another thing I want to say is, what happens when these souls go home? If you have not yet heard my new podcast series, Psychopomp Stories, I am currently just started production on a really great new project where I do talk about the moves of the soul and different sites and different adventures I have. So I love your support, Psychopomp Stories. It's on spotify apple you can link it see a link to it here or you can visit www.esoteric earth nope not www just esoteric earth.net slash esoteric earth to hear it it would be really nice to receive support and one of the things that i talk about in psychopomp stories the first episode is souls are always on the move and that's not just people who experience themselves as you know uh, meditators or journeyers it's everybody Our souls visit sites, our souls visit ourselves, our souls go all over the place as we are growing and changing. And one of the things that happens in a human body right now, because the vibration of the planet was so low and because it can be very hard to master all the emotions of having a soul, we gradually receive parts of ourselves. So you might recognize puberty as a time where we have a lot of emotions. Well, guess what? Puberty is a time where we receive parts of our soul. And and that can be very emotional and difficult to do. A lot of people in the last few months, as a result of the great healing they've been doing and all of this energy work and positive life transformation, have been receiving parts of their soul back or they're starting to feel it. And it can feel really great, but also hard. And that's confusing. So I want to take a moment to express that. Soul energy and your pure source energy, that's what your soul is, right? That's your pure connection to source. You are an expression of source energy. And this, your source self is your soul. That's who many of us are seeking to transform into. A lot of people talk about this word ascension. I just mean transforming into my source self. I want to be the highest vibration, as close to my pure, perfect form as I can be. And that's just my personal objective. And and in my energy life, as well as in my spiritual life, as well as in my human life. And part of that journey has been learning how to hold that much energy responsibly in an unhealed body at times. You know, when you're 13, 14, 15, 27, 43 there and you're receiving parts of your soul, part of that experience can also be listening to what your soul went through on the journey or listening to and dealing with what's going on in your life that makes your soul feel very uncomfortable. You know, a soul can't really live in a body like a hot, I mean, it can. But there are certain parts of your development that can't happen in certain conditions that we carry around. So like if you have a lot of hatred within you and you're lashing out all the time, um, your soul can't really nestle into yourself that well unless you're working with yourself to have a conversation about healing that hatred. And that part of your soul is there usually to teach you a lesson and to help you do that. Souls are super cool. And as you receive parts of yourself, you learn the mystery of who you are. And you also learn the mystery of the universe. And that's really what the ideal trajectory of a soul nestling into a body is meant to be so if anybody has read Soul compass yeah that's basically one of the main things that you're learning how to do is that but i think it's important to mention it all now because i know that there are a lot of people who have never really thought about what's it like to receive a different part of my soul what's it like to connect to a different part of me and the thing is is it is inspirational you feel like you are alive in the world again you have this creative thing going on inside of you that maybe you hadn't done for a long time or before you have new vocabulary you have new interests you are doing different things with different people and this is part of just coming online and shifting to what we always say is that higher harmonic i know these last few months have been tough i know that the initiations that people have met have been challenging and i have met initiations myself and this is part of the journey When you meet a moment that is an initiation and check out January's astrology report for a conversation on that, look at it and say, okay, I see the paths. I see the two forks in the road, the two paths in the road that this might be bringing me to just like last month was a fork in the road and Jerome saw the two roads. Well, these choice points, we're going to continue meeting them. I, if I act this way, it's going to bring me in this route. If I act this way, it's going to bring me in this route. If I perceive life in this way, it's going to bring me in this route. If I perceive life in that way, it's gonna bring me in that route. And it's all about the power of choice and how that and how perception and energy and vibration work out to color your life experience. This is one of the great lessons of mastery. And so one of the very special things that's happening right now, and will continue going on for the next few years, but we have a highlight this month and next, is that many people are welcoming back this idea of the connection of the mystery. And they are starting to remember that miracles are a real thing. And they're starting to find that inner miracle within themselves and in the world. And this is really what it means to find your soul again, to feel your soul again. You are a miracle. Never ever forget that. Having said all of that, let's go into the planets and talk a little bit about how they're continuing the themes that we've been working on ever since, oh, really December, as well as introducing new opportunities for experience, connection, and growth. Because ultimately, That's what this is all about. Hi, friend. Do you find yourself benefiting from these teachings? Do you feel that listening to my podcast and reading my blog posts has ushered in positive self-connection or a positive benefit in your life? If the answer is yes, I would like to formally request that you think about perhaps making a one-time donation to this page. I currently have a fundraiser going with a goal of $1,000, and the idea is that I am able to raise enough money to cover my costs for this year. In the last few years, my once very profitable business died, and I decided that even though the money stopped coming in, I was not going to stop giving these teachings and putting this information out there. Times of economic distress and difficulty are not the times that a good spiritual teacher completely disappears, and so I have continued doing the thing. Now that so many people are starting to come out of the fog and lift up a little bit, I thought that it would be appropriate to let everybody know I'm doing this fundraiser and to ask pretty please if you would consider contributing to it. You can do so by visiting buymeacoffee.com slash crowmedicine. You can also do so by clicking that link that I have here or visiting my blog, www.cro-medicine.com and checking for the donation post. I am so happy to be here. Now, back to your recording. All right, so let's rock it into conversation about the planets of February. To be clear... What is going on in February is intricately interconnected to what happened in January as well as what is coming up in March and April. We have, just as a quick reminder, because it is all connected, uh, in the middle of January, just at the same kind of time we had a big punch in energy uh, in 2021-2022, we had two X-flares in three days. And that happened at the same time-ish that Pluto was at solar conjunction, Mercury went direct, we had... Um, The moon went into Aquarius, all the kinds of good stuff happened there. Then we also had Uranus going direct and a Saturn and Venus conjunction close approach 22nd and 23rd. And then that moved into one of the final lunar occultations of Uranus and Aries in the close approach, that whole 12 month cycle that we were on, or maybe even 13, I forget. And then we had a close approach of the moon and Mars and a lunar occultation of Mars, which comes up on january 30th so if you're really keen you're probably going to hear this astrology report on the 30th or as that energy is still very much in an apex and the reason i want to bring all of that forward is these are power planets and we're going to meet the rest of them this month in the next two months with really uh on really power some significant conjunctions that are going to help merge back pieces of the energy strand that had been kind of being experienced as separate inside of the self which you know one of the earlier phases of our experience with energy right as we get used to feeling a planet we get used to feeling an expression of ourselves, a strand of our own energy and then we move on and so some people might notice that they're very interested in one topic theme or part of themselves for one couple of years and then you move on to expressing a new part of yourself a few years later this is part of the natural healthy bit of human experience and expression so as this has been going on at the end of January, I also know that the deep emotional things have come up. And it, for many people, we've also kind of been seeing the energy threats that were very, I guess, oppositional to positive movement and positive life experience. So that could be in relational forms. That could be in terms of what's going on at the job. It could also be in terms of what's going on in society. This has been a huge time of transformation We've had heads of government step down. There have been countries going to revolution. There have been information come about about certain health things. There has been, most importantly, I think, a big-scale reintroduction of the concept of different forms of spirituality into the public eye, and it hasn't always been contrary. I noticed that there have been some negative things being said about crystals but also that there have been some very positive things said about the power of meditation to support mental health and well-being and this is one of the great oppositions that are starting to come together right is this idea that the rational world and the metaphysical world aren't the same thing and that if you're part of the metaphysical world or the feminine world the spiritual world that you are not able or equipped for the masculine practical everyday life world and this is a huge opposition that isn't true that has seriously Negatively impacted us as people because if we're not thinking about our energy, if we're not thinking about how it impacts who we are as people, but also how it impacts the world around us, we're missing something very special, but also something that is very simple to change and adjust so that we can have a better life. One of the things that's going to occur and has probably already started to occur in January that will continue through February is people are working on this inner dialogue. How much do I believe this? What do I believe about this? Does this apply to me? Uh, and also, really welcoming hopefully their ability to feel and experience their soul back. As a spiritual teacher, it's kind of funny talking about soul. I'm fairly unique in that a lot of people talk about different parts of energy or connecting outward or looking at this thing. And me, I'm always talking about what it's like to get to know yourself, what it's like to create that safe space, and really what form of excellence is possible when you really ground your soul in your body because you're potential is unlimited. And sometimes as people have been rejecting themselves in particular these last few years, as we've been going through this collective trauma, I feel people have also really rejected the word soul. So if you are this far into the podcast, congratulations. And if you're feeling weird things when I say the word soul, it might be because yours is starting to stir in new and different ways. And you're releasing different parts of the fear that can be associated with calling yourself back home. The journey isn't always nice. And sometimes souls do need to be healed and i know that people are working on that so as these wounds come up as you're finding your inner emotion and your inner creativity it is it comes together and so having the strength to find and express your emotions without attacking people with them and finding the strength to say hey i feel this feeling and there is a valid reason why maybe it's time for me to really get down to brass tacks and see what that is is an incredible act of courage And it sounds like small potato stuff, but a lot of people resist it. And some people, you know, the most powerful people I've ever met in my life are not the people that are painted as powerful in the current world. And, you know, it's like women and children have this capacity of going inward of the soul that's a little different than a lot of people who are born in male masculine bodies. And that's in part because this has been part of what got coded the feminine strands. So we hold this knowledge. And that's also kind of why it's funny to me that so many clergy, like, actively oppose women having any role in it you're missing a really important part of the teachers of the world that's just what i think so part of what's going to happen in february march april but also beyond is we're going to start welcoming back in this part of energy information this perspective as valid this is part of the material world and this is part of improving our lives and it's also part of who we are as people in a universe so let's talk a little bit more about it so on february 1st we have a miracle happening and this is one of those things that I think people people say, well, well, they're expecting a big miracle for us to see the return of this energy or the transition in the age of Aquarius. And I'm looking all around me and i am seeing miracles everywhere. I mean, we've had extended rainbow skies and polar vortexes happening. Although science can tell us it's a polar vortex and why this cold weather can create a rainbow in the sky, that's only one layer of the explanation. And in my opinion, just because you can give me one layer of the explanation... When we see things like rainbows in the sky for prolonged times at different moments, that is one of the ways that nature communicates to us that something is happening. But it's also one of the ways that we are able to be inspired and sparked by the soul. The soul sparking process is occurring in part because we see lightning, because we go to a waterfall, because we visit a sacred site, but also because we look up and we allow ourselves to just feel and breathe and think and be, which has been actively discouraged. And some of us were actually stuck inside for a few years, if you remember that. So, continuing on, the first we have one of these miracle things happening. We have a, a comet that is visible even right now. And we haven't had this thing pass like this in 50,000 years. And per, put it into scope, the last ice age ended in 20,000 years ago. So, this thing hasn't been around for two epochs, which is two sets of going through the astrological ages. So, that's 24 astrological ages ish. That was the last time this thing passed around. And it has fresh energy for us and it also has fresh energy for the universe and i just think giving yourself the opportunity to look up and see this comet and to experience the miracle in the sky that is a solar eclipse or a lunar eclipse or the aurora borealis is all part of this so if you have like a nature thing happening in your area get there experience it feel it see it be it because this is part of how the universe works this is how god speaks and who would we to be to miss those messages so, on the 5th, the full moon is in Leo. And then, so the full moon in Leo energy, this is going to bring forward a project that I haven't talked a lot about yet. And I'm probably just going to leave it behind for now. Come back for more Leo conversations soon. I might even have a guest. On the 7th, Vesta moves into Aries. Now that we're in a different year, a different solar, a different rotation, I'm going to start bringing in different elements of the conversation to uh benef- to i guess complement what we learned about last year. So Vesta this year is someone you're going to hear me talk more about. And Vesta represents the hearth and the power in energy and the unseen what happens uh in terms of magic behind closed doors. The hearth is a space of the most powerful magic. It is also the space that during the witch hunts the Protestant Reformation and when the church is basically tried to destroy people like us which happened in the 1400s, 1500s, and it continued on. I mean, we're still dealing with the rippling of that energy now. I talked about it in the December astrology reports, and I will talk about it again. And I even wrote a little bit about it in my book. We're healing the wounds of that, because that's part of the thing that really stopped us from being able to heal as a society, and that created this huge energetic weight that our souls are carrying right now and in the world. So... Vesta and Aries. Aries was the planet or the constellation. Aries and Mars were one of these masculine, hyper masculine domination planets that a lot of this negative energy of oppression of the earth and keeping female and feminine energy hostage uh, got tied up in. And we have been working on healing this in the past year. So I feel that Vesta moving into Aries right now is, is a sign of the healing to come in terms of recognizing that this is you know the feminine aspect and the masculine aspect so vesta represents a feminine energy right and obviously aries represents masculine ones. so these two meeting it's like the warrior and the inner world and it kind of tells you a little bit about society structures that are matriarchal you know or where women are working at home and the men are out hunting just because you only think we're planting. That's not all we're doing. You know what I mean? There is some advanced spiritual work that you have to do for your family from home. And I think that a recognition of energy management and its role in helping households is going to continue to come forward. I know that one of the main compliments that I have received about my book, Soul Compass, uh, this year and last year really is people are reading it together and doing it together as families. And this is one of those things that happens right you think no nobody in our family is going to care about that and then one member reads it and they start having this positive experience and then all of a sudden another one wants to get in on the game and it kind of snowballs and this is just one of those things that will gradually happen as people are ready you find ways to be more conscious in your family in your household in your social relationships in your workspace instead of ejecting that angry statement out of person Maybe you hang out with it for a second and you ground it and then you think about how to say what you really mean and then you say that. Imagine how much better the world is going to work when we are all doing that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because behind those emotions is something valid. We just have to learn how to experience the emotion and then figure it out. And just like as a person who has extreme emotions, you don't always experience them as that hard once you get your energy body healed and repaired and grounded. And that's one of the reasons why doing that is such a benefit to people especially people who feel things strongly you can turn those feelings into focus for success now at the same oh the next thing we're going to talk about on the 11th of february we have a conjunction of mercury and pluto and the same day mercury is going into aquarius so that's going to be interesting as you know pluto is uh, about death and rebirth depth and rebirth and pluto is also about showing up things that need to be seen mercury on the other hand is about the journey and communication it is also about things like the medical industry and i think that we're going to have a lot of truth come about in terms of different ways that we can heal ourselves there has been a monopoly on the soul body connection there has been you know one very strong perspective advanced about how to do things in this world and that's you know psychiatry medicine the western stuff at least here in the, in the West, and I know not, I have people listening from 90 countries, so I'm generalizing a little bit, but we know that there's this domination and perception that arise, you know, with the Enlightenment and from 1800 really on, where they're, they're, we we just really say there's one way to deal with things, and if you want to do other stuff like energy work, you're crazy. Well, we're not crazy, and one of the things that is happening Not that I needed this validation, but I mean, you know, there's been articles come out recently about how there's been research studies where people are talking about how getting into mindfulness and learning energy management helps people improve their experiences of depression as much as more common uh, prescription approaches to doing that. I'm not trying to influence anybody, but I am saying that it's a big deal when that stuff starts coming out, because what it means is that there is a transformation happening where Their different forms of self-connection and different forms of life are starting to be recognized as valid again, which is going to move people out of oppression. And it's going to give people more choices to be able to figure out what to do with themselves and different layers of how they might like to go about that. I do teach my stuff to different counselors and therapists and psychologists, just as much as I've had doctors who are students. This isn't necessarily always going to be you know, such an oppositional dirty word thing as people have made spirituality and energy work out to be. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so I do feel that we're in the healing journey of that. I really do. And I really think Mercury going into Aquarius on that day is just it kind of represents that. And it's the 11th. I mean, come on. So up next we on the 15th, we have a conjunction of Venus and Neptune. So we got this little pocket here with the conjunction of Mercury and Pluto. And then we're swinging on through just a few days later, five days later, to a conjunction of Venus and Neptune. So Venus is the the planet that in a lot of ways represents the household, the feminine. I mean, the feminine always gets represented with Venus. More so, Saturn, I think, is going to be happening as well. And Neptune. Neptune is that planet and that planetary experience that is like, ooh, it can be really, really awesome, or it can be like... The worst thing that you've ever felt. And I hope that as we move in that direction, people take the opportunity to receive their souls through the ability of deep emotion and deep spiritual connection that Neptune and Venus bring about. As I was saying in the last segment and in this segment, you know, we have these unique alignments happening. And this is part of a very special few years that we're living on planet Earth. And Venus and Neptune coming together is an opportunity to receive yourself with love. And I think that the best way to do that is to when you meet yourself indulge yourself and i don't mean indulge in a negative sense i mean be the inner child have the adventure read the read the book you know like maybe it's a chapter book about like a dinosaur or maybe it's something imaginary it doesn't necessarily have to be practical to be good for you you have no souls are sparked in a lot of different ways so give yourself opportunity to go to a hike go to a sacred site go do something that is going to allow you to really treat yourself as special and say hey you me i love you and i'm ready for this it's a nice thing so on the 16th palace goes direct so palace is something i haven't talked about extensively because i was protecting it and now it's okay to talk about it and it is a it represents feminine creativity feminine expression feminine modes of knowing So, when I say feminine, I don't mean women, right? I mean like spirituality and energy and the esoteric and the metaphysic. All of that has been coded as feminine and secondary in the law and like this language of binary opposition that got set up with the Enlightenment. And so, Palace going direct, I think, in combination with the other things that are happening, is helping us to shine a light on just how important this is. This also happens the same day that we are having a Saturn solar conjunction. Saturn to me the rings of saturn the way i've been expressing and experiencing them and healing the planet and the solar system lately is that the the rings can represent different things right now they represent the ties on the feminine uh, and that is ties that women place on other women the way that we oppress each other i try not to do it because you know i've worked on healing myself and i try to live every day of my life in that positive expression but we've all probably experienced it you know you say a thing And then a woman, maybe like 10 years older than you, just like says, I'm just terrible to you. That's that's one of those things that happens in America a lot. But it isn't just to hear, you know, just a thing to put you down because they think that you're young and stupid. A lot of people get that. I'm not even that young, but I guess whatever. Or, you know, the the, the gossip or the cattiness or, you know, this negative tendencies that women can have towards one another. But also how structure has held us down and palace going direct us being recognized as powerful, us being recognized as worth being part of the conversation, us and our needs being brought to the forefront as important is going to continue happening. And we have had a really rough few years. You know? We've had a rough few years and uh I hope we're working on healing and I know that we are and I just hope that you're feeling it. I guess is what I'm saying. So, you know, we're releasing we're releasing those chains. And it's up to us to live different. And part of the ways that we do that is to treat each other differently. So if you get a chance to be supportive and loving to another woman, do it. We need it. We create that positive resonance through our actions. So on the 18th, the sun moves into Pisces. So that is great. Then we also have the moon at perihelion and a conjunction of the moon and Mercury. So what I feel happening there, you know, Pisces is, ah, its March is actually a very beautiful month astrologically. I'm going to look forward to talking about it. And I think that the moon and the sun coming together there, it's and with Mercury, it's an opportunity to call peace into the path of your journey. And to say, I, I'm choosing this higher harmonic pathway. I recognize that there are different ways I'm going to be able to experience what's going to come up for the next little while. So as we move into Equinox, which is in March, I'm going to start making sure that I'm signaling to my soul, to myself, to the universe, that I'm choosing this peaceful, high harmonic path that's going to benefit me uh, for my path forward, because it is your right to do that. Um, on the 27th, we have a close approach of moon and Mars and a lunar occultation of Mars, as well as a conjunction of the moon and Mars happening. And all of that is really going to help wrap up a month of what I feel is bringing the feminine and the masculine energy strands together at different points. And in that case, also recognizing just how powerful We are when we recognize who we are in complementarity to one another, when we recognize forms of knowledge in complementarity to one another, as well as when we stop fighting a war within ourselves where we're like half oppressing, half supporting ourselves. A little more on how to do that up next. If you are interested in learning a little something to support grounding the soul body connection and raising your vibration and keeping your energy in check i am going to recommend something i created this month and it's called energy pillar energy pillar is where you just a very simple one-stop shop where you sign in and you learn how to do the energy pillar method in an extremely abbreviated form it's me giving you the meditation and the energy alignment practice and it's the energy alignment practice written down and it's different ways that you can work with it to fit it into your life i do have a more extended version of this called breathe ground connect energy management for everyday life however i know that for a lot of people it's just the quick stuff is what they're looking for right now easy access not a lot to think about so if this is you and you want to learn something that's going to support you really well energy pillar is a great place to start and it's also great for people who have already got a copy of Soul Compass. Who might want to hear and see and experience me leading you through the exercise that you learn as the grounding and self connection? The reason why I unashamedly recommend my own work here is because I designed my work specifically so that people would be able to move through these phases and so that people would be able to understand basically every single thing I talked about in this podcast. Being a good spiritual teacher to me means showing people how to form positive bonds of self connection, showing people how to be uh in communication with themselves in the universe so that they are able to find their own solutions and if not answer them things themselves bring themselves towards people and information sources that are going to be beneficial to them this doesn't have to be as chaotic as it can be when our energy is all over the place and so i i say it here and i put it out there other than that i can feel the call of souls at the gate so i do have to wrap up this astrology report I, I really appreciate everyone for being here, and I do hope that you take the time to come check out my new show, Psychopom Stories, at esotericearthnet earthnet slash as well as lit here on Apple and Spotify at Psychopom Stories. It's a new project where I talk about the adventures that I really, for real, live out on the road, taking care of the planet. I have one up about the Path of the Crow, one about Mary Magdalene, and I'm about to release one uh, about the Titanic. So if that sounds like something you might be interested in, I would love to have you there. As always, I am also accepting gifts of thanks to support ongoing production here at this podcast. So if you like what I teach, if you learn anything positive, if you would like to encourage me to keep on going, you can go to buymeacoffee.com and say thanks that way. Otherwise, I also really appreciate all of that positive feedback, those likes, those shares, those listens, and everything else that you guys do and gals and people do that is great. I feel that you are an excellent group of people to be creating you know it for and i just hope that this season we all have the best season yet and i look forward to being here with you together more from me soon your friend katie indy crow. hello my name is katie indy crow i am an earth-walking soul-talking crow person in other words a psychopomp this podcast is a collection of my best stories, earned whilst out on the road, taking care of the planet and guiding the souls who live here. Come on in, here's some of my psychopop stories.